Yes, g'day. And as you know, here at Any Given Sunday, uh, we're proudly sponsored by um, our good friends at Nutcare. Uh, they've got awesome products like this Bear Nuts that I've got here. T-Mac, I think you've got the Comfy Nuts and the Wood, I believe. Good. Wood, yep. he's got the Comfy Nuts. You've got Wood and Bear Butts. Um, so Any Given Sunday, proudly sponsored by uh, the guys at Nutcare. You plug in uh, Any Given Sunday at the checkout on the Nutcare website. 10% discount will be automatically applied. Um, Nutcare, they've been voted uh, one of the fastest growing number one men's grooming brands in Australia by Men's Health Fitness Magazine. Start the year with a game changer. Yeah, nuts. Delicious. <laughs> yeah, we're back to... Uh... You're joking. You don't have the... I've got it. It's in there. It just doesn't want to play. It might play in a second. All right. We'll give we'll give you a moment. Get yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's just working its shit out. If it doesn't, I'm just going into it. We'll bugger it. Yes. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Any Given Sunday Australia podcast, the number one podcast in at least three households, one studio, Gridiron Australia head office, NFL Australia head office, some playing around the world, wherever Danny is flying at the moment. He's in transit. We've been told. The whole, whole continent of Europe. Maybe. It's the entire continent of Europe. Where, where, where has he been? We list off a few. Everywhere. So he was Germany, Ireland. Uh, Denmark. Denmark. UK. Yeah, everywhere. We are number one and we mm. are growing. We are coming into a fresh 2024. You're looking very fresh after a... Uh, a big New Year's, I'm sure, at TCT4, wherever you are, mate. At Tim Cardi, AGSAU, I should say. How are you, TC? Good. Now, New Year's was very quiet, but then the last couple of nights at work weren't so much. Mm. So this is all fake. It's always very tired behind this. It's crying, crying behind these eyes. We actually have a, a little bit of a thing in our group. Well, it's definitely from me. This For someone who can be so tired, you always look so bloody good. It's, it's annoying, really. <laughs> kind of you to say. Uh, it's a lot of lot of moisturizer, a lot of uh, <laughs> what? <gasps> what, what is, is this? this? What is this? Oh, I'm back, baby! I'm back! Oh boy! Straight <laughs> off the plane, straight into this. Couldn't miss it. Oh, straight to the studio. What a legend! Straight off the plane. How are you, mate? Oh, he's <laughs> cracking with you. Got to celebrate <laughs> with the boys. Yes, daddy boy. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, I'm so glad you boys have been holding the ship while I've been gone. But yeah, you listed majority of the countries also hit Norway and Sweden as well. But what an amazing trip. Happy to be back. Great time to be back because, oh man, someone needs to rally these Philly boys and get them in line. Since I've been gone, so downhill. Ooh. And there's been, there's been a lot of chirping coming your way from the AGS fam too. So there's been a few people pretty keen to have you back in the hot seat, which is yeah, exciting. That's, that's the main reason I'm back, just to cop more shit. It's fucking duck and dodging. Couple of left rights. Just get in behind those Philly boys and make sure that they are. They have gone downhill, and it is a talking point if I have a look at our rundown. Uh, so we won't get too deep into it too early. But it is great to have you back, Danny. And you're looking very. You're looking a bit scraggy last time we saw you. You've got a little bit fresh. The, the mo is all freshed up. It's good. Yeah, I had to get all freshened up to get back to work. But yeah, feeling very pasty, especially compared to you two. You guys are glowing. Something does wonders for you both. Plenty of golf for me. <laughs> we actually haven't had that much good weather yet. It's uh, today's a pretty good one, but yeah, we we're waiting on summer to sort of hit properly still. 
Oh, mate. Oh, just come from negative 11, so anything better than that. <laughs> the rain is still warmer. All right, let's get into it, boys. We've got last week we had, I think it was 24 or 26 teams. We've still got 20 teams 24. left in contention for the playoffs. So uh, it's 11 on the NFC side, nine on the AFC side. So still hotly contested leading into this uh, playoff series. Most since 1982, I think I saw a stat. Ooh, I didn't have the stat. That's, for, that's a juicy um, one from you, mate. For the last week of the year. Yeah, I, I could be making it up. Who knows? <laughs> No one's going to fact check us. That's the main thing. Fact check me. me. Come at me. Um, Just before we do get into it, uh, just going to mention the linked tree. Uh, Make sure you get onto it. We have had uh, a couple of prize packs. We'll we'll quickly mention this. A couple of prize packs sent out to the winners of our fantasy comp, Commissioner Cardi. You'll have a chat about that quickly. So stand by. I will just quickly get up our uh, stats and winners. So any given Sunday, so we're lucky enough. We had enough interest to get three different leagues going. We jumped into all three leagues, so it was good fun. Um, the winner of League Three was mid-table mediocrity, and then uh, the winner of the lower bracket, so the the toilet bracket, that was Al Red Jet. So well, well done to you guys there. In League Two, we had esteemed outlaw um, was our super fantasy Super Bowl champ, and our toilet. Uh, toilet lower half of the bracket was our one and only hostess with the mostest, T. McAnui, Thomas McMillan. Did I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no so idea. I don't know if that's, you're the worst or you're just the best of the lower half, but I'm going to go with it. Well, I think worst. it's the best of last place. So, like, uh, okay. second last. Yeah, and so then the winner of League One, uh, Vince Mapstone, FF, and, uh, again, the lower bracket was hostess with the mostest, T. McAnui. Great. So, you took out trophies. Vince is, uh, he's been big on our YouTubes uh, yes. in the past. So, so you shout out to Vince, well under him. Well done to all those guys. So all the winners there taking out an AGS prize pack. They're getting a jumper of their choice and a NFL-themed AGS T-shirt or team NFL team-themed AGS T-shirt. I'm rocking the, the Seahawks. You've got the, the pack on, is that? I do, I do. But, yeah, make sure you hit up our link tree. You'll find all those. Uh, I'm sure we'll get photos of the lads in their, in their merch when they get it. Yes. Um, but also our DAZN Game Pass code, which is heading into the playoffs. It's only it's as cheap as chips, and you're going to get every game because not every game is going to be available to us. So we need to make sure that you are across every game uh, because, you know, it's going to be as hotly contested as it has been in years. So uh, moving on to some news, which is brought to us by our good friends at C2C Rare Threads. Uh, make sure you hit these guys up. They've just had a massive sale. So, unfortunately, you've probably... Oh, no, still says it. Buy one, get one 50% off. Huge. Uh, make sure you hit these guys up. Real good uh, content and real good stuff that they have up in Gold Coast. If you're ever up there, make sure you visit their store as well. Any given Sunday is the code for an extra 10% off that as well. So, uh, some news coming out. Well, we've just had the Pro Bowl teams named, if you boys looked over those teams, or is anyone in that? We probably don't need to go through the entire team. Is anyone in the team that either surprises you or you thought would be an absolute lock? Uh, no no surprises for in the team yet. Normally, the most I find the most controversy is around the people left out, and I haven't got my head around the ins and outs just yet, but just I reckon watch this space. There'll be... I reckon there'll be people kicking off about someone that's been left out who deserves to be in. Don't know who it is yet, but there'll be someone. <laughs> well, we can't in the quarterback ranks. There's been what fifty-three quarterbacks, so you can only pick so many. 
There's only yeah. three per team. So how does it work? Because, you know, if you get introduced as, you know, pro bowler, this and that, da-da-da, say once you retire, five-time pro bowler, is, is this just being selected enough? You don't actually have to play in the game. Um, well, a lot of the teams, obviously, the QBs, or all the, it... they're playing in the big ones. So yeah, that's right. they're not going to play playing in the Pro Bowl because they'll no, be hopefully playing in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So well, it maybe... looks like the Niners have had the most selected with nine. I've got nine, yeah. Which is not a surprise, really. No. Uh, and, and Brock got QB1, didn't he? And two yeah. on the other side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you would have thought the Eagles would have a few in there. Are you disappointed or are you happy? Uh, with the Pro Bowl like voting being coming on in the past couple of weeks, I'm not really surprised whatsoever that there isn't that many Eagles in there. Yeah, yeah. No, not too bad. Still got six in there. I think there was three teams that weren't represented. The Commanders, the Patriots, and probably the Carolina? Panthers, I've got to assume. Yeah. Yeah. Packers, so. sorry, Packers, none. Oh, wow. No, that's Packers, fair. The Packers are playing well, but they're also young. So like yeah, some of this pro, 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 pro bowl, even, we'll get that, voting is uh, as much as the, it's the teams that are hot right now, but also a little bit of popularity contest as well. Oh, it's a huge popularity contest. It's yeah, all political. Yeah, yeah. But it is, uh, it's always interesting, but it was just a, a nice little mention that Brock Purdy got number one and two up number one, like you said before. So shout out to those boys. And Brock, especially, you know, he's struggling only on $800,000 a year. This is a nice little bonus that he'll get going forward. <laughs> yeah, poor bastard. I like uh, it. Now, we, I do want to get on to your Eagles, Danny boy. But before we get on to them, the struggles seem to have created a little bit of tension by the sounds of it. And it sounds like it's coming from AJ Brown inside of the camp. What have you heard? What are your thoughts? You're the inside man. What are you listening oh. to? So, like, AJ Brown's very much like me, wears his heart on his sleeve, and uh, he's not one to, you know, shy away from showing his emotions. And we've seen that earlier in the year when he was blowing up, when he wasn't getting uh, many receptions on the side of the field with Jalen Hurts. But he came out and said, like, they're best mates. They're best mates off the field. It's just like we're competitors and we want to win. That's why we are so emotional with one another. Like, don't read too much into it. And now it's come out that apparently he was hating on Nick Sirianni due to his... Tentative play calling, I guess we'll say, in the end of the Cardinals game, where they settled for a field goal, they probably could have pushed a little bit harder, and then the Cardinals came back and had that uh, touchdown on their final drive to steal the game away from the Eagles, which is a 12-loss team going as a team that started 10-0. and But ever since then, there's been a steady decline. But yeah, with AJ Brown, he's come out and openly said that it's not anything to do with Sirianni. Like, he respects Sirianni, they're going to ride him to the end, they're going to ride Brian as well, the um, offensive coordinator to the end, and they're happy with the decisions that have been made. It's just, I think it's just a bit of media speculation, really. Just trying to create some drama. Well, yeah. So on that, when the Bills were struggling in the first half of the year, it was all about oh, the locker room digs and um, Josh Allen weren't getting on. It just feels like an easy narrative to write. When you're winning, everything's fine. When you're losing, obviously everything stands out. And it's just an easy narrative to try and drive. Oh, there's locker room disharmony, all that sort of stuff. So... I, te- I think I tend to agree with you, Danny Boy. Like it's it's just an easy one for the media outlets and and people like that to jump on board with. And it's not the first time I've jumped on with AJ Brown because he's an emotional man. But fair enough. Yeah. Like you've got you got so close. And I was speaking to uh, some guys at work about the Eagles and how it probably would have been a little bit of a missed opportunity last year with like the way that we're going. And I can understand like where his frustrations are going to be coming from because you were so close. You were so close to having it all, and then 
for this season not really to be going the way that everyone kind of wanted it to, especially losing some of the games that we have recently. It's just a bit of a tough time to be an Eagle, to be an Eagles fan. So I can understand where his emotions come from. Yeah. But you can change the narrative however you want to change it. Like, we, like we spoke about it last week or the week before, Cards, is, you know, you can say that you're a little bit more battle-hardened now that you've gone through these losses and well, the losses the that you needed to have. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, so when, the when media the... just wants to paint it the way they want to where we're part of the media. We can paint it however. The Eagles are actually flying internally. They're actually on top of each other and they love it. When was the Ravens taking out the Super Bowl? Was that 2012? Let's say roughly. <laughs> Uh, they had the exact same for the last five games, the exact same win-loss record. So they won in overtime, oh three losses, God. one win, and now another loss. And they went on to win the Super Bowl that year. So as much as it doesn't really bode well in our favour right now, you never know. Playoffs are a different game. They did have Joe Flacco back then. 20, yeah, 2013, Flacco and the Ravens um, yeah. won that. Beat the 49ers. We might as well speak about the actual game. Uh it was a bit of a, well, a fair, fair bit of an upset. Um, did you see much of it, Danny? And, you know, what are your thoughts? Late touchdown to, oh, God, I forgot his name. The running back for the Cardinals. Bit of a heartbreaker. You know, I, I switched over and saw halfway through and I thought you guys were cruising and turned back and you just lost. I don't know what happened. Yeah, definitely definitely seemed like they took the foot off the gas uh, going into that second half. Like I said, the play calling on the Phillies' final drive was very, very tentative. It was just like, you know, trying to keep it safe. But the drive before that, they went back to the way that Philly has been playing and the way they were playing last year where it was like, hit it to your running back, do everything on the ground, like just just grind, pound. Like that. We, you got one of the best offensive lines. Use them. Like use yeah. them to your advantage. Like don't just let Jalen sit back in the pocket where he wants to be. Like run, run the ball. But yeah, they had a couple of plays. I think they called two QB, like, design runs in a row which they both got stopped and the play calling out towards the end just really wasn't ideal it's like you don't want to be losing especially like i looked at the rest rest of the schedule after our three losses in a row i was like oh cool we got the giants cardinals and giants we're going to cruise towards the end you know it's almost like the longest yard get a couple of reps underneath your belt uh before you before you go to the finals try and go in with a little bit of confidence and it's just Hasn't really panned out that way. I think there is stuff that is going on. I know you're saying they might be flying high internally. I do really think there's stuff going on internally and we just need to get a little bit more continuity. Swift, playing phenomenal still though. Like if we just can keep on feeding him and getting him going and, you know, really use that running back room that's so deep. You got Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott. Like they could be QB, uh, sorry, RB1s on any other team. So use them. Like, you know, Swift's getting tired. Just keep on. It's what's working for us at the moment. So just stick to it. It was James Conner that scored the touchdown, by the way, just so you know. But uh, before we move on, are you happy to be having the Giants in the last game? Realistically, you should get the job done, or would you rather a bit more of a tougher? Oh, well, now the question comes to, like, are you going to sit everyone and try and keep everyone as fresh as possible going into the playoffs? I don't think they should because they're not playing, playing well enough. Get them they're playing. not playing well enough together, especially the defense. Our defense is shocking. <laughs> like, there is so <laughs> many holes on that defense. Uh, we spoke with um, Charlie at the start of the season. Uh, was it Charlie or was it Laurie? I think it was Laurie. He was asking me, like, how do you feel about the secondary going into this season? I was like, not good. Like, there is no depth. And you have a few injuries, like Slay went out and Bradbury went out and it was just like, your secondary just went absolutely shit. So I was right at the start of the season saying that we're, we didn't have enough depth and it's just absolutely showing. So, yeah, going in to face the Giants, it should be a win, but it probably won't be because we're just playing pathetic. So who knows? They really need to play everyone, but... 
So they're just playing for the first half to just try and get a big enough lead and then bench everyone so no one gets injured. It's just tough. It's just a, not the way uh, I thought the season was going to end, especially starting 10 and 0. You can't miss playoffs, can you? You've, you've... No, we're locked. We're locked. You are locked in. Yeah, so that is a tough one. We see in the second half the way they're thinking. Like, you can't. You won't go any lower than fifth. So you're, you're either fifth or probably second. Yeah, which is crazy. Like, such a big discrepancy. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have the Cowboys to lose. Oh, yeah. uh, any other games that stuck out to you, Cards? Uh, stand by. I had a bit of a look at the uh, Raiders and the Colts. Obviously, uh, both teams kind of playing to stay alive. More, well, obviously more so the, the Raiders, but um, yeah, knocked out. A bit disappointing. Um, but yeah, Minshew, Minshew Mania and, and uh, the rest of the indie boys got it done. I think um, Jonathan Taylor, the running back for the Colts, he was he was a big part of the difference. Um, as much as our defense has been kind of what's held us up a little bit um, in the few games that we have won, just couldn't seem to get stops when we needed to. Um, and yeah. Unfortunately, disappointing way to, to finish out. Would have been cool to just make make the playoffs and, and just on a whim and see see what happened. But uh, I think the other big game we want to talk about was the Lions and the Cowboys and just how that one ended mm-hmm. off. Um, the two point two point conversion um, that the Lions went for three times, no no less. Which massive big steel balls on uh, MCDC going for it three times. First time uh, it was. What was the for? But, but what was the flag for? It was uh, so ineligible downfield. Was that the first one? Yeah, they got the first. They got the first one, and then they stuffed oh. up the second one with the flag on the defense, oh, and then the third one was stopped. Flag, yeah. So the third one was the stop. Yeah, yeah. correct, correct, correct. Yeah. So obviously, all the controversy around the call of whether um, the Decker had nominated <laughs> eligible or not, and because the Lions were kind of doing, it's called eye candy. So like making it look like one thing when it might be another. And so did they make it too complicated for the refs or should the refs just be better at their job and know what's going on? Because even though they've been briefed before the game. Um, so just a lot of a lot of talk and controversy around that. Um, so yeah, it was exciting. It was an exciting finish. Uh, it, was, it was a good game. It did stuff up their chances of... They were still in contention for the number one. Yeah, they were. Uh, they'll still get a home playoff yeah. game, I believe. They can't. They've yeah. obviously locked down the division. Um, so they'll get a home playoff game there. But, yeah, they were a chance to go for number one. But um, I think the Ravens had to lose, though, too, didn't they? Uh, no, the Cowboys. They would have been, sorry, 49ers. 49ers in the so, NFC. so the 49ers, they would have been equal with the 49ers coming into this week. We're now just the 49ers can do whatever they want this week, which they are, you know, they've already McCaffrey sitting and Brock Purdy sitting. So no, you're they're right. taking advantage of that extra week. Yeah, yeah. Well, because McCaffrey sort of strained his calf. Uh, yeah, calf. So, so, so they should, especially after everything that happened last year. They uh, they should be yeah, right. injuries with with a downfall, weren't they? Against you boys, but um, yeah. I think I heard Shanahan say that yeah, they did, they're going to not risk McCaffrey. Give him the at least what is it two weeks? Yeah, um, two weeks. Well, yeah, two weeks between games. I just want to say, well, under my Packers, is a good win. I'm not going to dwell on it because I think the Vikings were a bit depleted. So uh, I do think we should have won and, you know, maybe not by 23 points, but I'm happy with it. And we also won a multi in our group, so that's even better for us. Yeah, um, but this time, well, not this time, but early, uh, you can say from this time last year, there was teams that were 
just talking to the Ravens and being, you know what, Lamar's not happy. Do we try and get him out? People didn't want to pay him what they wanted to pay him or what he wanted. The Ravens finally, which was, what, a week before the season, worked it out and got him on there. After week 17, he's now MVP favourite, and they've just knocked off the Dolphins, which Danny has said numerous times, cannot beat a team above 500, so they are not going anywhere. 56 to 19, and he counted for five touchdowns in that game. You think a few teams are, you know, New England one is one that comes to mind. They're going, shit, maybe we should have pulled the trigger. Well, like that, just on the Ravens, it needs to be, that game was phenomenal. Like, to throw five five touchdowns, just give him the MVP now. <laughs> Honestly, I, I personally think it's done. And I've, I had money on Jalen Hurts <laughs> way, way back at the start of our five-game uh win streak at the very start and uh yeah obviously financially i don't want him to get it but he will he's got to get it with the way that they're playing what he's done with that raven side but you say yeah if he had gone to the patriots would have been different probably slightly different but the team that they've built around them are like they've got some weapons they drafted really well and they you know plays have gone down and other players have stepped up and i think if he had gone to any other side i don't know if it would have ended the same way that it would have i don't think he would have had as successful seasons he would have seen in baltimore and that's where he wanted to be at the end of the day. I think it was all a little bit of smoke and mirrors just to try and get as much money and as much guaranteed money as he possibly could. Yeah, it was just weird because he was his own agent. So it's kind of unprecedented going for one of the biggest deals in NFL history being representing yourself. But yeah, totally. It made sense. Like stay in Baltimore. It's the offense that you know you're familiar with, you're comfortable with, your teammates that you're comfortable with, get weapons in. Um, yeah, everything pointed towards Lamar having a good season. And he stayed healthy too. There was a lot of talk about if he could stay healthy. He stayed healthy. Um, he's been doing it. Like the the Ravens have been putting teams away. Like mm-hmm. to the sword. Yeah. So. And then they've got the number one defense to match. Yeah, yeah. They are, they are teaching a few teams a little lesson with that defense, aren't they? Like to, yeah. as much as I shit on the Dolphins for not being any team above 500, they still are a strong team. And they normally do compete when they're versus a team above 500. But like for the Ravens to put on the absolute show that they did, like they, Dolphins just didn't have a single answer for that Ravens team, and lost their in the last four minutes. One of their uh, big defensive boys, ACL, went down the last four minutes of the game, down by thirty or whatever it was, thirty nine. Yeah, um, Jerome Baker. Yeah, so not not great for the Dolphins there. Not good news. Mm. All right, let's get on to before we talk about a couple of the games that are coming up in a massive week eighteen. The number one segment that we do have, Cardi, uh, it's a busy time of the year, so obviously I don't have a, uh, a new, uh, stink for you, but it will come. It will come one day. But the number one lock of the week, talk about it. So round 17 results, Danny Boy had the bills, tick. You move on to nine. T-Mac, late Hail Mary call. You took the Chiefs. You move on to nine. You actually reminded me that I had to still do my pick. Busy time, of me, so. Busy time of year, as you said. Uh, I took the Chargers because fucking Broncos, but of course the Broncos won. So I just stay I stay pretty there on 10. And Charlie took That's the 49 That's twice now you've picked against the Broncos and they've beaten. Oh, mate, it's, a fucking Bron- it's, it's in my tipping. It's in my lock of the week. They just, they're out to fuck me. So um, starting to develop a lot of hate for the Broncos. Um, <laughs> yeah, Chris. And Charlie took the 49ers. So Charlie and myself on 10. You and Danny on nine. So what we're going to do, moving into week 18, depending on results, week 18 will be the last week. If there is a tie situation, 
we'll utilize playoff weeks as we go until we have a final loser. But it has to be a one-out loser, is that what you're saying? It has to be a one-out loser. Wow. We don't, we don't want no tiebreakers. We want one single loser. So this week, week 18, lock of the week, Danny Boy, fire away with yours, please. I'm going to jump on the Cowboys, take it on the Commanders, because uh, they still got the chance to clinch the number one spot in the division, and I can't see them resting in order to do that. You know, if they're going to get home home field advantage, go all in. I've still so, got yeah. plenty to play for. I like that. Danny yeah. Boy with the Cowboys. T-Mac, coach desk with the most desk. Well, first off, we don't. Charlie hasn't written in, but we will get him before the start of the games. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little bit different at Danny. I'm going to not go for a team that is absolutely a shell in to win. Uh, I think I've left it for the last, I believe it's the last game. I'm going to go the Dolphins to beat the Bills. Yeah. The Bills. The Bills have so much to play for still. They do, but so do the Dolphins. So. Well, a couple of injuries to the Dolphins as well, not not influencing you? No. I'm no. saying the Dolphins will get the job done. I it's love it. It's getting spicy. I love it. I dare say we might have a result at the end of week 18. <laughs> um, obviously, as you said, we're waiting for Charlie's pick. Um, we'll get that through before the games. I'm going to take the Bucks. The Bucks against the Panthers really going out on a limb there. Um, <laughs> Bucks plenty to play for. Panthers, nothing to play for. They stink. Their season's over. I just need to fucking lock this in and not lose. So, yeah, we can see out of the three of us who have the agates. <laughs> I just need to consolidate, sit out front and consolidate. And I, I did that four weeks ago and I've lost every case. <laughs> I, I got a quick question without notice for you boys. Oh, hmm. The Panthers, let's say the Panthers lose. What? What's their, what's their plan moving forward? Are they going to move on from Bryce or are they going to hold on? Because obviously he has. Well, and not done everything they want him to do. Mm. They don't have the number one pick. Either. They've solidified the number one pick, but it goes to the Bears. So yeah. uh, they can't. They can't move on from him yet. Like it's, we've, And Kurt says it all the time. You've got to give him more than one year. But they definitely have to... He's been sacked a ridiculous amount of times. And having a second off-season, if, if he has another season like this, then it might be the same, but I think he's going to have to get at least, you know, five, six wins or being on that edge of playoffs this time next year to be saying, all right, now we'll go forward. But he needs weapons and he needs protection. Yeah, Bryce, yeah. Well, and so just rolling with the interim head coach at the moment as well. Um, as we know, Frank Reich got let go during the year, but David Tepper, like he's got that and he was a bit in the news a little bit this week throwing his, um, his empty drink or the leftovers of a drink on uh, someone uh, a Jacksonville fan <laughs> out of the box. I don't know if you guys saw that video. Pretty funny. Yep. Um, he's got a rep, he's got a rep of wanting results now and quickly. So um, could be not difficult, but like you might be, you might find it hard to to get the perfect head coach candidate in there, like to land a big fish. Like I know Sean Payton interviewed with the Panthers once and didn't go back. Because uh, it just wasn't what he was after, so might be hard to land a big fish coach um, and it, someone that who maybe has a few fewer options. Like still going to be obviously elite if you're interviewing at that level, but you might have fewer options. So then you take the Panthers because you still want to be one of the 32 head coaches. But just the way Tepper is at the moment, you might just have to simmer down a little bit. Like we always say, just give it a little bit of time, let it marinate, give Bryce a bit of time to develop, yeah. get some weapons around him, create a bit of culture. But uh, 
Yeah, yeah. The last thing any of us want to see is a rookie quarterback, you know, career get cut short due to the fact that he doesn't have a team surrounding him. So hopefully the Panthers do actually bring in some weapons and stuff like that. Chance. Actually see yeah. what he can do. Yeah. Especially with this year's draft, it looks like there's a couple of QBs that'll be all right, but um, funnily enough, I think free agents ticking around as well. They're all older. The ones, all the I ones hope. that are left in the playoffs of the college are 24, 25, where you know Bryce is like twenty three. So um, yeah, I, I think what will cuts this time next year? They're two and fourteen. What are you doing? Well, you're probably looking at go back to the well. <laughs> so that... know, it's, two, it's two years enough. Like, yeah, how long is a piece of string? Well, if he hasn't, he has, to, he has to have shown improvement. They can still lose. He has to have shown improvement and development because it's still going to depend a lot on the weapons around him. It's going to be hard to attract your A1 grade sort of players to a shit team. It's going to take a little bit of time. So he might not have the elite pieces around him yet, but as long as he's shown improvement, you stick with him. Yeah. I reckon need at least six wins next year is the minimum. I, I, I kind of disagree. I think it's, but it should be based on his own performance because – to what I just said, if he doesn't have the pieces around him, but if he's imp- he is improving, but they just don't, the defense lets him down. They don't have the weapons out there for whatever reason. I think it's it's hard to say six wins or you're gone. I think it's mm. got to be based off his performance and how he's oh, trajectory. Fair enough. So six wins it is. No, it's better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, just a quick one to finish off. We'll have a look at the games. Is there any games that are standing out to you? There's obviously a lot of games that are playoff. The I games think, mean more than ever this yeah, week. So, I I can uh, for me, Danny Boy, what games are sticking out to you? No, jump to cards. Cards have cards. Have cards. I don't know. Sticking out I to you. The, um, the Texans and the Colts. So essentially, I think they're playing off for the division, and it, who's going to make? No, not playing off for the division. The Jags are in there as well in that conversation. But this head-to-head game, uh, obviously, pretty huge. Um, sorry, phone was just ringing there. Um, yeah, sorry about that. Well, um, they're all yeah, think... go ahead. Houston, Indy, and Jacksonville all nine and seven. Yeah, correct. So uh, the Jazz going up against the Titans though, is uh, probably a big win in their favour, and the Colts and the Texans going up against one another. They're both going to be going all out. Like Shane Steichen, loser, so... I think loser's not going to make it for the Colts Texans game. Yeah. Yeah, and Shane Stockton's done amazing things with this Colts team and, like, you know, uh, losing AR and then, like, moving on to Gardner Minshew and, like, he managed to, like, to hold the team and, like, you know, get him to this point is huge. So, like, if Shane Stockton's not in the mix for coach of the year, well, he bloody should be. Uh, but, they like, the Jags going up against the Titans got a very, very good chance of stealing that away from both those guys. Yeah, I, don't know. I reckon the Titans would be pretty happy. They got kicked out by Jacksonville last year, so I reckon they'd be pretty happy to spoil the party. Whoever wins out of the other game will jump them if they do lose. So, And like you said, Karts, they're out. Whoever loses is out. Yeah, um, yeah so that is a huge game. It's, and nice and early. So we've got two games on the Sunday, our time, and then the rest of the game's all Monday. Yeah, it's good. Correct. The games are all kind of bunched up. Um... So make sure you're free on Monday because it'll be nothing but football all day. Monday's a big day. Big day. Uh, uh, yeah, Danny Boy? Sorry, oh. just quick. So I keep no, you're uh, and just the um, Falcons and the Saints, um, they are playing off for the division. So that will be a big game. And obviously, winner there will go on 
yeah. which is uh, pretty crazy because we were all relatively high on the Saints at the start of the year. And then uh, for them to be going up against the Falcons, which, you know, didn't have their starting QB for the start of the season and they're still fighting for it. And I think, sorry, yeah. no, the Bucks. The Bucks are in the hunt for the. <laughs> it's just too many teams too close. The Bucks are in the hunt for the NFC South as well. So Bucks, Bucks win it. Classic NFC South. You pick the Bucks. You've seen the other games. There's too many teams too close that you need like a um a big Venn die or a big you know mind map of what has to happen for playoff implications. But it's so hard to keep a track of. Yeah, and the. And obviously, to finish the Dolphins' Bills is uh, something we're definitely all going to have our eye on, especially to watch T Mac lose this uh, lock of the week playoff thing that we're running with right now. It'll be done. It'll be done, and then we have to come up with punishment. So that'll be. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to be shaving my head or some bullshit thing like that, but that's all right. Um, Don't put the cart before the horse, mate. <laughs> uh, I think a couple of games. Obviously, my boys playing the Bears. Um, seeing if. The key has been passed on officially to Jordan Love. Uh, he also, Karts, you sent me something about players that have incentives. He has a $250,000 incentive if we make the playoffs. So winning this game, we are currently sitting seven. So we win, we're in. And that really stuffs up everyone else, which is good. Um, so huge incentives for him to get the job done there. Another couple of games like Steelers-Ravens. Ravens are probably going to be starting to rest players. Are they, have they locked up the number one spot? Do we know? You got to think they're going to sit a few. Yeah, they've locked in number one. They've got the week, oh, but then then the question is, two weeks off is that too much? Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe a half. Maybe they'll get a half into them. And then playing Pittsburgh, who need to win to get they in. Need to win, so kind of opens the door a little bit for the Steelers. Mike Tomlin's locked in a win, another winning season, so that's that's huge for 27 him. Twenty-seven in a row, I believe now, is it for the Steelers? That's crazy. Um, and. Just on, just on the Bears Packers, isn't there something? Isn't it Lambo? It is at Lambo, yeah. Isn't there something about the Bears coming into Lambo that the Packers always take this one out? Is that a start? Sure. Is it not? No? We've owned the Bears for a lot, a lot of years, mate. And I think Rogers has just handed the key straight over love. So I can't wait for him to be telling the fans to get fucked. We own you too. Like, it'll be great. So. <laughs> there, was a quick, there was a quick question as well from the YouTube. It could be a question without notice. Um, Millsy wants to know how many coaches you think will be sacked in the regular season. Ooh. Oh, we're doing a little under over here. Do a little under over. This would be great. <laughs> like two and a half. I like it. I like it. There's, so what have we already had? Two or three this year? Raiders. Panthers. Panthers. Chargers. 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 That's three. That's three. Jeez, who else would be sitting on the hot seat? Um, well, Arizona have kind of finished off strong, so I reckon that's kept him safe. Probably Washington. Yeah, but uh, Washington, Washington's more going to be a move on because the new ownership wants to start fresh, I think. Well, and the question around Bill Belichick, is he going to move on today? It's kind of quiet. Belichick. Rob Sala at the Jets. Ooh, little roughy. Yeah, I think he's in a bit more hot water than what we've seen. So I reckon there's a... Maybe... I, I feel Rob Sala if he got the if he got the boot because total for the year will be six. I'm going with another three. You reckon another three? Ooh, I'm saying I reckon potentially another one or two. So I'm going to say total for the year will be five. Ooh. That's a bit savage. I reckon only one more. One more. Oh, I reckon 
I'm going you guys, soft. You guys are way too positive. It's ruthless out there. Boys. It is, but I don't know. I just reckon Atlanta would be the only one that would be thinking there for me, but I reckon they've finished off too strong. Arizona, sorry, not Atlanta. going to give people time. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, good work, boys. Massive week 18. We'll be back next week. Playoff week, which is awesome to think about. Uh, good luck to all of your teams. Cardi, kind of, not really, doesn't matter. But uh, good luck to our teams. We're out there to have a bit of fun. That's it. Crosby <laughs> might be breaking a sack record or something, I'm sure. Always going for incentives. That's what we're hey, That's, that's what we're it. We're all about the boys with incentives. So uh, hey, we're, we're playing the Broncos. So fuck them Broncos. It's a, it's a Cardi rival game up in here. Yeah. The, Broncos, yeah. the Broncos are taking up 95% of the real estate in Cardi's head right now, so he needs this. <laughs> not paying a single dollar. They <laughs> They got they got me low. <laughs> ah, beautiful. All right, boys. Have a great weekend. And go the Packers. Great week 18. Let's go.